0: Back to another great episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. I am your host, Evarwin, and today is Turdos, the 25th of Sun's Height. I will be your host this evening. Joe cannot make it here today. Everything is all right. However, we do wish him a happy and safe return next week. You will be missed today. I am joined by the one and only. Lewis, the Loremaster master Olan. Hello, hello, <laughs> wevarwin. Still stretching out your name because it's kind of funny, but really not.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hello, sir. Hey, hello in the chat room. What's going on? Hello, new. Chat room.
0: Got a got a nice nice chat room going on today. And there's and there's Dave Deinforce Adams.
2: Hey, everybody. Hey, Dave.
0: Dave, uh, we got a treat for the chat room tonight. Dave is streaming Skyrim as we record the show.
2: It's my second Skyrim stream of the day. It's it's actually I've been craving to play more of it, too, so I'm in for it. It's
0: crazy, son. It's crazy. Just streaming all over the place. Hope you have good aim. Um, yep. Then we have Shank Tank
3: yo dudes internet peeps um this is actually kind of cool I'm, I'm liking this uh new model that we're testing out yes and um liz i'm, I'm hungry so oh, look at that crit shot on the yeah. scalp he's like i just crit
0: you in the face kid
1: mm. i'm <laughs> drinking <to be> <laughs>
0: Alright, so uh, I guess the show's going in that way this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that just happened. It's going to be yeah. a weird one. <laughs> um, as always, we just want to uh, get into our sponsors real quick. And this week's sponsors is Guild Launch. Guildlaunch.com. Set up your free guild site at guildlaunch.com today and get great features such as DKP tools, mobile optimized sites, so you can check out your site. Like on your cell phone and iPad and garbage. Um, multi-gaming support as well. Don't forget about that. In this in this crazy world of insane MMOs everywhere, people are playing lots of them. You want that multi-gaming support. Uh, however, if that's not enough, you can always subscribe. There's three different subscription plans over at guildlaunch.com starting at just 7 bucks a month. And you can choose from one of those three subscription plans, and you'll get... Awesome, awesome features such as Google Analytics, 10, 25, or 60 gigs of storage, advertising, attendance reports, and full CSS customization. I could talk to that. Um, In case you want to go in deep and uh, get those, uh, unlock even more features by by pulling apart your site and putting in some awesome stuff. Um, GuildLaunch.com, Slay More Dragons. And also by TweakedAudio.com for quality earbuds, free worldwide shipping, unbeatable customer service, and a lifetime warranty. Drop our code in off the record. You'll get yourself an additional 30% off your entire order order at (laughs) TweakedAudio.com. But first, before we get into the show, we've got something quick to mention. Go ahead, Lou. What's it, what would that be?
1: All right. What have we got? Well, we have a brand new Elder Scrolls Online wallpaper, and it's now available on ElderScrollsOnline.com, their main website. If you're a fan of the Open Art Pact, boo. Dark uh, Hills <laughs> should be pleasantly surprised to have the Tribunal Temple in Mournhold, which is a Morrowind, home to the living gods, Vivek al and soak You know what? They'll be a during a computer desktop, Big fan yeah. of heart pack, go for it. I've seen it. It is really, really amazing.
0: Yeah, it's a really nice looking uh, it's really nice looking wallpaper. I mean, if i I, I like my Queen Ald uh, my <laughs> Queen Ald <Almeri> Dominion. <laughs> <laughs> I like my Queen a Wren of the Eld Dominion wallpaper. Um, but I have to say the uh, the uh, the the temple there, the Tribunal Temple, with its spires and it's it's really impressive. They did a beautiful job on that that concept art.
2: Yeah, it looks yeah, almost as if they like... put more effort into the one that wins.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just from a lore standpoint, I think that's just sweet. I mean, Vivek, Almalexia, and still so, so, dude, just just go get it. It's awesome.
0: Definitely cool looking. Um, welcome welcome to the week of, of barely any news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was this week. It's this
3: was week. Desert folks. <laughs> I, I think it's because Zoss unleashed like a juggernaut last week, and now they're kind of like letting us absorb it and then trying to like build it up for more. I mean, I feel like there's going to be like from here on out until launch – or at least until, you know, like, open beta and stuff starts, we're going to start seeing, like, peaks and valleys of uh, releases of information, which, I, I don't know, I think it's it's to be expected.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, there's there's really, um, and, and thank God this show is an Elder Scroll show and not just an ESO <laughs> show. Otherwise, this would just be out of place talking about things like Skyrim and all that. <laughs> Which, which, by the way, uh, Dave, what are you, what are you doing in Skyrim right now? I see you're sneaking around in Oblivion here.
2: Yeah. Um, earlier today, I did my David does Dawnguard, and I'm currently <laughs> wow. in. You better the... watch
0: titles like that, man. He's...
2: Hey, uh, <laughs> it's risque and it catches attention enough for me to enjoy it. Got um, well, my question. I, I, I'm actually in the Soul Cairn right now. Hmm. Um. This is where I ended up earlier I just got Avrak the horse down here and in fact I'm I'm just tearing this place up because currently I'm equipped with the uh, let me find the name of this exactly what
0: is that the stall some kind of stall room gear you got it on is, there
2: it's the death brand armor set
0: oh my
2: yeah so some of the best gear you can wear and yeah. I'm using a legendary Daedric bow with both the Chaos and the Soul Trap enchants on it. That's nuts. Yeah, just made this one this morning on the stream.
0: Look at you with the legendary Daedric bow. <laughs> Look at you. Dave, you're, oh, yeah, the, you're a beast. It. It's you're a beast. Um, however, Shank, we, we did we did get some some trappings, some droppings, if you will, of, uh, of <laughs> oh, some of Yes, eats. we did. We did, right? What's, oh, yes. uh, what's this first one that we got up here? This these uh these two headlines, by the way, that we're about to feature did come from um Bethblog, BethBlog.com. Big uh big shout out to uh to old G staff out there. G
3: staff old, yeah. down the Beth blog. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it down. Yeah. Um so this this first one we got here, this this definitely was out of the blue because I was not expecting this. Um or at least for a little bit but so it's it's pc gamer announces the top 100 best pc games of all time okay of all time now usually what they do is every year or so they have 100 best pc games of that year uh so this this is this is the piece that caught me off guard which it's for all time okay so this is a lot like years years decades of games okay now, this so month's issue of PC Gamer... of years. Yes, yeah, millions. There's literally <laughs> dinosaurs on this list. <laughs> this uh, month's issue of I, I PC Gamer, it goes through their top 100 PC games of all time. So, why do you care as an Elder Scrolls fan? I
0: don't care well, right now. I'm an Elder Scrolls fan, Shank. I don't care right now. Well,
3: you should care. Why should I care, Shank? Because the Elder Scrolls three, four, and five—that would be Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim—all mm-hmm. made the list. <gasps> and Marwin, <laughs> one one might ask, if so, if one was in your position, what what would be the rankings? Oh
0: well, uh, Marwin debuted at number ninety-three. Oblivion debuted at seventy-three. I believe
3: we're missing one. Did we, forget, so did we forget one? I think we forgot one. We for... Lou, did we forget one?
1: Yes, we did, but you what know we what? Forget? We forgot about Skyrim. You know why? Because it's number one. Wow. That's right. Wow. Numero uno. Wow. <laughs> it's up there, folks.
3: Now, remember, this isn't the best PC games of, like, the last couple years. This is all time, dudes. All time. And um, I have my own thoughts on this, but I'm curious to see what you guys have to say. Not so much. I mean, Skyrim, I guess. Yeah, number one, that's pretty cool. But I wonder what you guys have to say about the other two games there. Um, well, let's see. Let's,
2: Oblivion let's... made it on the list.
3: Wow. Okay, Dave's opinion doesn't count. Dave's <laughs> <a
1: hate>. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a hate.
3: Straight up hater. He's
0: just like prancing around like hater's hey, got to hate, and I'm gonna hate. <laughs> on a best. Um marwin number ninety three. I'm surpri- I'm surprised that it made the list, but at the same time, knowing that it's on the list, I think it should be a little higher on the list than ninety three. As in like it it should be like eighty or something.
3: Yeah, and you know, I mean I have I haven't played Morrowind. Okay, everybody knows that. It- but I am aware of the ridiculous modding community behind it, and it is still modded till today. And this game came out in two thousand two. It's so I people, would have rated
2: people, it higher than nineties, absolutely. Yeah, that's I, a lot, I, I, I agree. play a lot of PC games.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I would have ranked this higher than ninety three. I I haven't played it, but I just, I mean, the modding community for this game is is incredibly devoted. So, but. I gotta say, I'm I'm a little bit taken aback, frustrated, and slightly disagree with their Oblivion ranking. Well, i I honestly, yeah, go ahead.
0: Shank, I mean I know I know Oblivion is near and dear to your heart. Um and certainly it it's it's definitely I, I would have to say at some point it may actually eke itself out as my favorite of of these three Elder Scrolls games, to be honest. Um I do there are parts of it I do like a lot better than Skyrim. But blasphemy! there are many, many people out there that, that believe that Oblivion is actually the weakest of all of the Elder Scrolls games.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I, I know um, actually one of my good buddies. He's he's played um, all three of these, and he started actually first with Morrowind. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he feels the same way. He thinks that uh, Oblivion is uh, probably the weakest of the, the, I guess, the three modern games. Did he, did he um, tell you why? Yes, um, he his reasoning was that Oblivion um, to him. Okay, so when he played Morrowind, Morrowind was his first Elder Scrolls game. So that I think we all know that if you play your first Elder Scrolls game, like that, that that's that has a very very deep impact on you. I think at least. I'm um, speaking with some of my friends; I, I, they share the same sentiment. But Morrowind's setting, more importantly, felt a little bit more fantastical. You know, with, with you have your glow, your giant mushrooms. You have, like, the the weird architecture, people living in, like, it's, it's not a very, it's not so much of a grounded game, I'll say that, because it, it has its fantastic elements in there. Now, you go from the, the fantastic elements in Morrowind into Cyrodiil, which is a lot more uh, traditional medieval setting, where you have, you know, your hills, your rolling plains your forests, uh, and it looks familiar. It lo- it's, you know it's fantasy, but it's a familiar, more grounded fantasy in the fact that it's more medieval looking. Right. And his sentiment was that he kind of missed that higher sort of fantasy feel that he got from Morwind. And I guess he preferred that more than the uh, traditional medieval fantasy setting of uh, Oblivion. Um,
0: what do, you,
2: what do so- you think
3: about that, Lou? What do you think? You think
0: you think that high fantasy going from going from a a high fantasy environment to something that's a bit more terrestrial do you you think there's something that gets lost in the translation there Do do you think that that oblivion might be a weaker game as a result of of going from something that's a very high fantasy to to a bit more mundane
1: no not at all um me, personally, I don't find any of those games weak at all. I mean, I enjoy all of them. Um, I'm more of a middle the road. Like they all have their strengths, they all have their weaknesses. And as Shang pointed out before, the modern community does a wonderful job of keeping these games alive and vibrant. Mm-hmm. Okay? But in a way, I, I do kind of understand where your friends come from, Shang, in terms of he, he liked the... that... that otherworldly feeling. Yes,
3: yes, that was okay? the exact word that I it's wanted to It's a bit use. alien.
1: Right. I mean, and, and that's something I, I can understand, too, in terms of, uh, you know, they want, you you you're dealing, what are you dealing with tomorrow? You're in, you know, Elfland, okay? Mm. Faithful, fearful, you know, whatever terms you use, you know, that, that kind of other human-type race, you know, of course it's going to be different. And I guess for a lot of players, they want to see something they like that, that, that change, that change of pace. Okay, because like you know, Ronald, like you said before, like we're all used to the terrestrial. Like we're all used to the, like a stereotypical. Yeah, this is a castle. This is a moat. That's a dungeon. Right. Okay. That's yeah, a you know that that's a you know medieval looking city as opposed to okay, you know let's go use Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's you know, uh, that's where Lady Galadriel and Lord Celebrimbor live. Yeah, they live in a tree that's humongous. You know, that's the size of a modern skyscraper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess in some, yeah I can, I can definitely see in some opinions going from going from Morrowind into Oblivion that that you would definitely see like okay so the setting is, you know far more like I said earlier terrestrial or at least familiar and you, you sort of feel like something left the game. I definitely agree with you, Lou. About about I don't really see those. You know the three most modern um, Elder Scrolls games being weak at all. You know there's there's things about Morrowind I really enjoy and miss in Oblivion, and there's stuff in Oblivion that I really enjoy that I, that I miss in Skyrim. And when I play Skyrim, I feel like there's there's stuff that the other two games should have in there. But at the same time, I I still feel this is you know a five out of five star game and is just amazing in and of its own right
3: yeah and uh d- don't get me wrong i'm not saying that these games are I'm, I'm not trying to downplay any one game over the other we know you're not no yeah um but i just i mean that's just my personal opinion i there's there's it's it there's an intangible quality to oblivion that i've tried so hard to you know speak about but it's very difficult because it, it's 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 not a real quantifiable thing it's it's a very it's an intangible i hate to use a cliche but it's almost like this x factor that that game has with the allure for me that i just i don't know i can just that game is that that to me is a perfect game even though objectively it's not a perfect game but to me it is a perfect game so
0: so um dave i mean you got anything on this before we move on to our, our next point
2: well, I don't want to disparage a bad game more than I should. <laughs> but.
1: Here's it, gasoline, Dave. Here's gas.
2: <laughs> hate. hate is gonna hate. No, I'm, I'm kidding. You know, it is. It's definitely. Oblivion's one of those games where it's to someone's taste or not to their taste. Right. It's either going to be your number one or your third out of the three. <laughs> I've never that's, heard that's someone. That's very true. I've never heard anyone say, man. I could go for either Oblivion or Skyrim. You'll never hear that. It's one of those games that you have to have an opinion on after playing. Honestly, to me, I found it kind of boring.
0: But I think, I, yeah, Dave, I think, I think you're right on that. I think you either love Oblivion and not so much Skyrim, or you, you love Skyrim and maybe not so much Oblivion. Or maybe I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure we're gonna get a ton of emails out there now saying like, you know, I love both games and here's why and but for different reasons. But I mean I, I feel like I feel like you're you're hitting something there with with you're never gonna say, I feel like playing, you know, both games or or you know whatever you said earlier. I don't know. I've been watching you play you. Play- <laughs> well I
2: I like if I'm gonna play a fantasy game where there's elves and cat people, I'd I'd like there to be a little bit of the oddities in it. I Sounds loved like... I love Dragonborn, going going and actually seeing high definition. Um, Morrowind was awesome. That was so cool. Honestly, if Morrowind was if I could get Morrowind with the, that Skyrim mod to work right, I probably would say Morrowind would be my number one just cuz i like the setting and the storyline so much mhm but again okay. it, it absolutely is one of those things where it's to, pers- to each person has a different view of the game no one is going to play the game even the same so what shank has seen i know i haven't and i'm sure that i do stuff
3: differently than shank oh <laughs> dude I mean, you're in third person. That in itself. It's... <laughs> no, but I, I think Dave, you make a good point. It's, it's, it's like either Oblivion, or the other two modern games. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's a very good point that I didn't really notice before. All right, uh, Shank.
0: Let's, uh, let's go into this, this second, uh, the second point here. Sure.
3: Um. So, everybody knows, uh, if you haven't already, there is a pretty (laughs) esoteric-slash-epic-slash-ambiguous-slash-awesome ad for uh, PlayStation uh, (laughs) called The Greatness Awaits Ad. Uh, I I recommend you guys go watch it on YouTube. But if you guys saw the, uh, the actual ad, you saw there was a lot of Easter eggs and references to a lot of their games. And now there were some uh, props used there, and you know what? The people that um, made these props are kind of giving them to the community. So, how much money is it? Well, surprisingly, it's not worth really any money. You don't have to you don't have to pay any real money for it because how are they gonna, you know, determine who gets these props? Gold trophies. These are trophies that you win from doing... Uh, think of them as sort of like achievements on Xbox. And uh, using your gold trophies that you get inside the games, you can bid for greatness and score awesome Skyrim props on the dates they become listed. So what are the dates, you ask? On July 26th at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, Pacific Standard Time, Dragonborn's Shield will be up for bidding. Then on the 30th at 1 p.m. Pacific... The Dragonborn's Sword is going to be up for bidding. And then on the 31st at 1 p.m. Pacific, Dragonborn's Stallrim Mace. Mm. So again, we have three items. We have the Shield on July 26th, Dragonborn's Sword on July 30th, and the Stallrim Mace on July 31st, all at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Now, how can you get involved with this? Well, you can head over to www.bidforgreatness.com. And uh the I, I love I love this line that they have, many will enter, the greatest will win. <laughs> du, du, du. <laughs> and uh this was uh yeah, like, like our previous uh, post, this was up on Beth blog. So how uh, did which you is, say uh, that
1: you
2: gained the trophies again?
3: So uh like uh, like on Xbox uh you there's like you can get achievements for perf- uh you know for performing certain actions or challenges in whatever games you play. The trophy system in uh on PlayStation is similar to that. Um but in PlayStation they have levels of trophies so they have bronze, silver, oh, okay. gold and so platinum.
2: It's just for the PlayStation trophies?
3: Yes, yes because this is this is this is P- PlayStation that is auctioning off these Skyrim props. Because of their oh, uh, ad. It. Yeah. So, guys, start stocking up on your gold trophies if you have a PS3. Because that's pretty sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> very, very cool. All right. Um. So that's it, man. That's, that's the
3: news. But you know what? I kind of like it that the, the news this week, because we, we've been getting a lot of Elder Scrolls online heavy news these pieces of news have nothing to do with them and they're, they're all about, about like the older games which is kind of nice. It's like nice little it, it I think it humbly reminds us that guys people still play these games and care about them you know yeah without a doubt
0: All right um, emails we've got we've got a nice crafting table today definitely some in-game um, but we're gonna we're gonna jump into a couple of these emails first. And uh, we can't forget, of course, Lou's lore segment. <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, how are we doing over there, Lou? I know we had uh, maybe like a behind-the-scenes issue. I'm wondering if that got corrected.
1: Oh, uh, uh, That should be coming along quite nicely.
0: All right. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll get the first.
1: <laughs> Sorry about that.
0: And uh, No, it's okay, Dave. Just go ahead and cough all over the <laughs> 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 No, No issue there at all. Um, this, this first email comes from Michael D and he says, Hey guys, I have a few long questions to ask. And instead of sending three different emails, I'll just bunch them all up into one. Uh, first question. I am a bonafide MMO noob. Do you guys have any tips for things that I can do to better acclimate myself to the MMO genre? Any quality MMOs that you would recommend that would give me a good perspective on things like raids and PVP? So, um, why don't we tackle that one that one first?
2: You know, we'll... I, can, I can answer this one. Um, MMOs are weird because they use a different language than anywhere else in the world. Yeah, they do. The first thing I would recommend somebody who wants to genuinely t- get into an MMO, especially if you want to raid with other people and PvP with other people and get into the big groups... The first thing you should learn is how to communicate using the anagrams or whatever that that game uses. Okay. So, you honestly, the best way to do that is just to watch chat and ask friends, "Hey, what does WTB mean? What does LFM mean?" Yeah. I mean there's all these different anagrams that are just thrown out to quickly put out a post to try to bring more people into a group and you need to know when to jump in. And that's the easiest way to do it is to be able to learn how to communicate. I know it's horrible to say to people, but it's true. it's its own language.
0: No, I, I think I think that's definitely good advice because I remember when I first jumped into um, my first MMO, which was which was um, Final Fantasy 11 online. There was a lot of there was a lot of that for me that I I needed to mm-hmm. I needed to learn and and truth be told, and and maybe this will help you know Michael, um, I got into Final Fantasy XI Online because I was I was eagerly awaiting the release of World of Warcraft, and I wanted to play an MMO to get my feet wet on the general experience of it before. I bought World of Warcraft and I went into and I'll tell you um, I spent money each month subscribing to that game for 11 months and um, I'll, I'll never say no to it I had a great time I really enjoyed myself and I got an appreciation for what older MMO systems were like and then when World of Warcraft came out which was which was a groundbreaking MMO at the time um, it, it had, you know, brand new updated MMO systems no one's ever seen before. Um, I really had an appreciation for what I was playing. I would recommend that, okay? Because when you ask the question, any quality MMOs that, that you know, I could recommend um, to give you a good perspective or what's a good way to acclimate your system or acclimate your world to an MMO genre, find a free-to-play MMO. Play that. Get into it. See what it's all about, and then, you know, when when ESO comes out or whatever MMO that you're you're looking forward to starts coming out, you'll have a better idea. I I would say for me, a great free to play MMO to jump into would be Rift. What what do you think, Lou?
1: Yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, as you and uh, Bill in the Chat mentioned, yes, Michael definitely look at the free to play MMOs that are out there. That is a great way to get yourself uh, get your feet wet, and start getting used to the to the environment that is the MMO world. Yeah. Um, I would also add, a lot of these MMOs, all right, they also have websites, they have forums. Uh, I would say go visit them, especially ones that are labeled general discussion, and if they have available as well, uh, like preliminary builds or preliminary classes set up. Go to those forums as well. Start taking a look at these classes that these games are offering, or the you know classes, roles, what have you. All right, get a feel for them. All right, see what the description is like. See what they can do, and see which one best suits what you are looking for in the game.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, I would I would also recommend um, on top of rift as a free to play game, I would also recommend uh, Lord of the Rings online as well. These aren't and, and bear in mind these aren't perfect games by any stretch of the imagination but these are probably um, the lowest costing, least invasive for their business model and also one of the best, out there as far as MMOs go. So I would definitely recommend Rift and Lord of the Rings Online if you want to get your feet wet with uh, with an MMO.
3: And being the MMO expert on this panel, um, I would highly recommend Hello Kitty Island Adventure. Mm. No, that um, takes that... way too
2: much effort. Um, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, I would say, is is for a MMO veteran with many years under their belt.
3: That's, yeah, you know, that's, you make a good point. Um, and last, I just want to say, Ivarwin, regarding Lotro. Yeah. I really, I mean, somebody should seriously, like, write a series of books on that game. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Bradford's listening, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's the second time since you started
0: speaking in the last minute that I've wanted you to, to put your face in, a, in a, a toilet bowl and breathe deep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, just Um, you wait, Bracter. We'll have (laughs) his (laughs) revenge.
0: Second question Uh, Lou, your Elder Scroll from a couple of weeks back inspired me to research some more into some of the unplayable and foreign races in Nern. One such race that intrigued me was the Slode. Could you do an Elder Scroll about the Slode?
1: No, uh, yeah. (laughs) Actually, Michael, (laughs) yes, that actually is uh, one of the races that I'm looking into. Okay. Um, there are a bunch out there, and what I do is I normally see what's immediately available. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're familiar with the Elder Scroll, I usually quote at least three different sites for information. So what I try to do is get all the information in and just compile it to so where it makes sense. <laughs> and don't you worry, the slowed's on there. It's on the radar.
0: Nice. So the slowed coming soon Tm. to TM. an ear hole near you. And finally, his last question. Do you guys think that the lore masters at ZeniMax and Bethesda will get their future lore ideas from player actions in ESO? I believe that the concept of player-made lore could work in ESO because there is no prior lore about the faction battles during this time period. I believe that this could create great immersion and fun in ESO, and it could also create a nostalgia factor in future test games. Thanks for reading. Keep up the great work. Michael D. Hmm. Do I think that's what they're doing? No. Um, But only because I, I, I know there's a lot on their plate right now, and they're probably not thinking about this sort of thing. Do I think that they'll look into it? I think eventually, yeah, honestly, I think once ESO gets a number of years under their belt and they start establishing like some um, community tropes, if you will, you know, like there's certain things that you remember World of Warcraft for, and there, there are certain things that you remember um, Rift for. I, You know, every MMO is going to have that. There's going to be something inside these games that you just remember. That it just becomes a player thing. You know, no one programmed uh, arrow, arrow to the knee um, as a as a big joke in Skyrim, but it became that, and that's you know that's certainly a, a joke amongst Skyrim community, without a doubt. I think ESO is going to have certain certain stuff that that you know when they build Elder Scrolls Six or or Elder Scrolls Seven. They're gonna look back and say, you know, gee, that was really fun in ESO. Maybe we can, you know, sort of Easter egg this little thing here and, and make people laugh. Or, you know, this this became a big thing in in that expansion for Elder Scrolls Online. Maybe we can put in a book here that explains, you know, because you know, all the players, you know, dethroned so and so, this other thing happened. And so I think eventually you'll start seeing that. What do you guys think? We'll start with yeah. Shank.
3: Um I think I had I, I kind of have mixed feelings about this actually. Um, let me tell you why I don't think this is a good idea first. Um, I think because there are going to be so many players in this game doing so many different things just within a, a, one faction. So we're just, we're not even I'm not even talking about the other two factions or the PvP area in Cyrodiil. I think trying to find any. Um, any cohesive, like epicness, in that is going to be difficult—not impossible, but I think it'll just be a little bit more difficult. So I think trying to lock on to some epic piece of lore like that, or uh, reference to the to any future games, might be a little bit difficult. Now, why do I think this is a good idea? I think if we look at the general setting of the game, so the this this three faction war, if, if what they take from the uh, you know this game going forward i think it would be a much more kind of high level saying okay so then the Ald mary dominion led by queen iren you know trounced the ebenhard pact
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, and took like control that. of the <laughs> took control of the empire for 3 years until you know the ebenhard pact with their dirty argonians fought back valiantly you know something like something very high level like that i think would be would make it into the lore but something very specific i think would be mm. difficult
2: Uh, You know, just to real quick back up um, Shank's hate for Argonians, I'm in the world where you see people's souls, there's not one Argonian soul in here. Because they don't have souls, dude! Ding, ding, ding! Uh (laughs) Nail on the head!
0: Shank, can I say that every week now, for like the last two months, we get some, we at least get (laughs) one email. That is something like you know filthy Argonians. I love Shank or, or, or Shank's right. Those Argonians are like you always get like a little Argonian hate.
1: <laughs> it never really goes away. It just simmers a and it goes back to the top again.
0: Yeah, a, a little bit of that trick. Like you'll see in in, in our our second email here when we get yeah,
1: I just saw that.
0: you see that right? Like a little like yeah. a little P.S. You know, <laughs> don't like lizards or.
2: <laughs> so Varwin, I gotta interrupt you real quick.
0: Uh
2: huh. Um in the game, in the Soul Cairn, there's three major enemies that you see. One's a archer without legs, called a Mist Man, one's mm-hmm. a Wrath Man, one's a Bone Man.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You can actually get the ability to conjure each of these enemies. Really? Yes, and I just picked up the third of them. If you look oh. at the screen i actually have all three of them there's
0: i've Rath been man, I, I can't get my eyes off of it actually
2: missed man
0: i've been watching you play
2: and bone man so i Did i finally you? got all three of them i i man i this is cool i love the fact that i have everything here i have a seeker <laughs> from dragonborn the ash spawns i love Dave that they ba- let you have that yeah that's, and that's see, awesome
3: Dude, this is ridiculous cuz I've played more than 600 hours in this game and that's I I never knew that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's pretty I, cool, man.
0: Time given. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to that episode uh, a couple a couple of days ago and I was just laughing over that. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I've spent time. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys so so with that with that under our belts we're gonna head uh right on in to the crafting table and man, do we have a, a oh my god dude a beast a beast <laughs> of a crafting table uh shank you you seem to uh recognize this
3: <laughs> yeah just a little <laughs> all right why
0: don't you won't you uh won't you drop the sweet pudding in our ears that is Falskar.
3: Dude, okay, this, this feels pretty cool doing the crafting table for the first time, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I feel tingly in my, like, left elbow somewhere. That's all hard know. attack. Um, yourself. Uh <laughs> <laughs> or, or call an ambulance. <laughs> You're so, actually
2: dying right now, just so you know.
3: <laughs> this, this mod, I will just say how epic this mod is first. This was um, given a spotlight in its own article on PC Gamer. Yeah. And the guy that made this mod, he's 19 years old, Alexander J. Velicki, made this mod for an entire year, okay, pretty much by himself, except for a few, like, couple other um, contributors, but pretty much by himself. And he did this as a, basically a job application for Bethesda. And I can see after, you know, looking at some of the stuff from the mod and just looking at the detail... Which I love, by the way.
0: I think that's just such an awesome, creative idea. I mean... I've always said if you if you want if you want a job, you have to start doing the job before you can get hired.
3: Yes, absolutely. And you know, that's one of the things Todd Howard has said in interviews, you know, if you want a job, like show us something that you've done, whether it's a mod or you know, some other thing. And this guy spent a year of his life, nineteen, doing this. I mean, that's that's pretty that's dedication, man. So Bethesda, if you're out there, anybody who's listening Please look at this mod and give this kid a job because this is ridiculous. So on to the actual so what is the mod actually? So this is this is a direct quote here. Falskar is new lands is a new lands mod that adds an entirely new world space to the world. It's accessed by dungeon the first time, then by boat from then on out. Falskar's goal was to act as a DLC, adding content to almost every area. There is a new land. Places, people, quests, dungeons, and more for the player to experience. All right, ready ready for this, guys? It adds roughly 20-plus hours of content and flavors of all types of characters. That's ridiculous. This is not a beta. This is not a test version. This is a 100% completed New Lands mod. It's nuts. If your mind isn't blown already, just check this out. These are some of the features... Okay. This 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 first one, I like I had to change my pants, okay? An entirely <laughs> new land independent of Tamriel. How big is it? Well, it's roughly the size of 2 to 3 of the Skyrim holds. Jeez. Which is huge. That is that is a yeah. massive 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 that's, chunk of land.
0: That's ridiculous.
3: Yeah. 20 to 30 plus hours of gameplay. And in this gameplay, there's 26 quests, including a nine quest long main story and 17 side quests, along with some new unmarked content. Mm. D- new s- items.
0: Discoverable content.
3: Yeah, which is, I mean, that's pretty epic, man. Yeah. Now, he- here's, here's the part I like, too, right here. New items, including new books, recipes, weapons, and armor, a mix of brand new and retextured. Two new spells in a new shout. A bard with several unique songs, new songs, unique new songs. A soundtrack containing 14 brand new tracks composed by Adam Quiver. Sorry, I butchered your name. Just just for this one mod, just for Falscar, wow. adding more than 40 minutes of new music. Wow. For, wow. 40, 40 Yeah, that is pretty much, I mean, that is the sound of... That's like an album, basically.
0: Yeah, that's that's the Oblivion soundtrack.
3: It is. Yeah. A fully voiced experience featuring almost thirty semi professional and professional voice actors and actresses. Now, not all quests in this mod blatantly hold your hand, which is something that I am jumping up and down for.
0: That's something that is just so lacking in RPGs these days. Yes. I mean Lou, I, I mean, Lou and Dave, you have to agree with me on that.
1: What's that, the handholding? The
0: handholding, <laughs> Lou, I mean, I know you agree, but Dave, right? I mean, you got to agree with me on this. There's there's just a tremendous amount of hand-holding going on in RPGs.
2: I say yes to agree, right? Yeah. Okay, just I needed my hand held on that one, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, he goes on to say, if you seem to be stuck... In a quest, that is. Look around and think through the quest. All quests were rigorously tested for complete ability. So it's more likely than not that you just have to figure it out without a blatant quest marker telling you what to do. Now, (laughs) I like this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's something I've missed in, in MMORPGs for a long time. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and I, I know, and this this is this is my one of my minor faults with Oblivion, and I guess Skyrim is, is the, the quest markers, but I've heard in Morrowind that does not exist at all, What's the quest that? marker thing. Like, you have to, like, read your journal and, like, figure out what you need to do in that game.
0: Mor- Morrowind is a, um, it's an unforgiving game. Yeah. You've, got to, you've got to know where you're going, why you're going there, who sent you, and what you're going to do when you get there. And you have a good shot at figuring out, you know, a good shot at completing the quest. Never mind the fact that you may need to be a higher level or have different gear or, I mean, it's just, it's a puzzle. The game is a puzzle. And and the the uh, main point of the game is overcoming the challenges it presents to you, not just to work you through a story.
3: Yeah, which I mean that that sounds pretty epic. And ju- just to close this out real quick, so he can, if you guys are wondering, uh, what what does this mod require? Because some mods out there they're dependent on certain things, and some other mods. Right. So. As far as requirements goes, Falscar only requires the latest version of Skyrim. So, as of July twelfth, it's the one point nine patch that was released. Um, I think that's actually kind of an older patch. So, if you if you if you've turned on Skyrim and connected it to Steam recently, you should be good. <laughs> yeah,
0: the one point nine patch, I think, at this point is
3: is pretty old, man. It's like easily a couple months old.
0: That was yeah. That no, it's it's older than that. It's it's almost a year, I think, at this point. Oh wow. Yeah, it's definitely a 2012 patch, I want to say. I think that was necessary. I I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter.
3: (laughs) Now, this mod does not require any DLC. So if you don't have the DLC yet, you're, you're not locked out, which is a good thing. Yeah and i think this is also a pretty important one it does not require any additional mods like skse now skse that stands yeah Yeah, right skse is a skyrim script extender uh this this mod usually like it literally connects to the guts of your game and messes with it on an engine level
0: careful with skse uh you know mod mod fans out there careful with that because it I've never heard of, uh, of anything ever going... You download enough stuff with SKSC, eventually you're going to come to a problem. Just
3: Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like It's it's a very, very finicky mod, uh, so it's good that it does not require it. So yeah. once again, that's Falskar. Uh, the author is Alexander J. Velicki, 19-year-old kid that spent an entire year doing this as a job application for Bethesda. I think he should get the job. Um, I think we're all in agreement here, and... Guys, go get the I I'm definitely gonna get this mod um once I hop back into Skyrim after my Oblivion Blitz. But yeah. check it out, guys. It's on the Skyrim Nexus only.
0: Dave, you better you better jam some health pots down yeah, I
3: am. <laughs> you're seeing this huh? I'm getting my butt kicked by this guy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my god. Armagerd,
2: oh gonna die. Oh He's
0: gonna die. He's fighting this keeper in oblivion. Why don't you go somewhere else, Dave? I'm getting tired of all the purple and crap.
2: Because this is where I'm at. I'm I don't care gone. where you're
0: at. That's place
3: entertain me. It's all about me. Yeah, I agree with the Barwin.
2: <laughs> I honestly, th- I find this to be the, one of the most beautiful areas in the game. But I'm weird.
3: You are. You are weird. So, um, load kick day for being wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, thank you very much, Shank, for for uh, leading us into Falscar. Um, but that's not that's not it. That is not all from the crafting table. No sirree, Bob. Uh, we've got Mod Challenge of the Week and here's how this works. Uh, me... Mr. Varwin here, um, I, pick, I pick a mod. It's for one host only this week, okay? I announce who the challenge is for. The host then clicks on this, this little link here we've got in our show notes, and then they will read off the mod that I've chosen specifically for them, which is really just random. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and they have exactly one week to, to play through the mod and uh, report on it for the very next the very next week. So, uh, Shank,
3: you're up. Yo, okay. Clicky,
0: so. clickety, click, clicks on.
3: All right, so this. Okay, that's that's wow. Yeah. That's kind of epic. I like that first picture. Right. Uh- <laughs> This mod is called the 51st Priest. Um, this is on the workshop, and the author is uh, Gillian2020. Mm. So what is this mod? It's a small dungeon by the name of Valrune located between, between Windhelm and Winterhold with map marker. So you can get there. Uh, a challenging fight will give great rewards with 50 unique un, unenchanted Dragon Priest masks, and a 51st mask with special enchantments. Other highly desirable and collectible items heavily guarded in this mod, in this modest but unusual dungeon. No DLC required. And uh, he says, don't forget to thumbs up uh, for the modder. Favorites are just for you. Made the road lead you to warm sands. This guy's totally Khajiit Baller. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, again, that's the 51st priest on uh, the workshop. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to have to. Sub to this. Sub
0: up to that one, and then next week, uh, Shank, let us know. Let us know how you did. Yeah, man, for sure. Tell us all about the fifty-first mod. Um, that that's going to go ahead and bring us down to to. Uh, what do you guys want to do? You want you want to do an email? Or you guys want to talk about a little bit about your gameplay? What do you think? All right, let's let's, see, see. let's get this email out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to read the PS here. Uh, Shank, this has you written all over it.
3: (laughs) Okay. I don't even know who wrote this. I don't see a name here. Um,
0: Oh, did I forget? I forgot to put the dude's name.
3: His his name is going to be Charles. Okay. So, hey, guys. Two questions that I've been itching to ask. Firstly, given all the info given so far, okay, what race and character will you be? I myself will be, for the Elmeri Dominion that I'll be playing first, a high elf, heavy armor-wearing, two-handed, greatsword-wielding BA with healing abilities up my sleeve as backup. <laughs> Second question. Are you going to get a... Okay, this is actually a really interesting question. Are you going to get a character to level 50, then go off into different fractions and do whatever you want, or more like what some of my friends are going to, going to be doing... Getting three characters from different factions to level 50, then choosing one to go off and do what I want. I'm not decided yet, but what about you? Keep up all the news and great work. It brings real joy to your listeners. Luck to you all and know that you're awesome. P.S. Screw Argonians. Yeah! Charles, you get my much-coveted Huge G Award this week. Actually, this came from uh, Cal S., Cal S, you get my much-coveted Huge G Award this week.
2: (laughs) His name changed like four times throughout that entire thing.
3: (laughs) So what do you guys think? I'm actually curious to hear what uh, Dave's got to say.
2: Oh, man. I honestly... (laughs) That's going to be a difficult decision. Whether or not I make an alt before I completely do everything on my main... I don't know dude. I'm probably gonna make twelve characters right off the bat.
1: Yeah!
3: <laughs> what about for your uh what about like your what character um what race I guess will you be then? Uh, right, for your I name? haven't
2: decided what I'm making in the crap Mary Dominion, but I know I'm <laughs> making a Dunmarin Ebbenhart whenever I get bored with my Ald Mary person.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna make um I'm gonna make all the races. Make all the races! Collect them all! that's what i'm gonna do i me personally like i know i know we do a lot of smack talk on the show about the other about the other factions other than the Mary dominion um but honestly i i will have at least one character from each one of those of those factions so yeah, you know
2: at least one
0: <laughs> yeah i mean all the races are just I'm definitely going to have an Argonian. I can tell you that. I'm going to name him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lou? What are you, what are you thinking?
1: Well, we all know what I do. I mean, I suffer wholeheartedly and, and unabashedly from all mm-hmm. But uh, definitely, yeah, the high elf the Mary Dominion is going to be my first and most likely my primary character. But, you know, I'm going to have characters in all the in all the factions. You know, because I also, like you know, from Skyrim, I like playing the Nords. You know, from Morrowind, I enjoy playing races in Oblivion. Um, you know, I look forward to playing a, a Breton. You know, I want to play a Bosmer. You know, I also want to play, you know, out, out the High Elf. So many options, you know. Yeah. Well, let me tell I mean, I will say, though, you know, I, I'll probably just create alts just to hold a name down. <laughs> That's what I'll do right off the bat, just to hold the names down first.
0: You do that, too. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> if, another tip for you, Michael D. If you're going to have alts, make them first. That way you lock the name down.
0: <laughs> All right. And um, this this uh, final email for for the week. Uh, okay. So they say, what's up, dudes? I'm super pumped for Elder Scrolls Online, like I know everyone that listened to your podcast is. was wondering if you could remind me how to join your guild. You did say it quite a few episodes back, but it would be awesome if you could remind me. Thanks. You're all straight-up bros.
3: This guy's awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, so so here's, here's basically what, what you want to do. Um, you're going to want to head over to Tamriel Foundry. And um, go... Let me see if I can actually bring up the Tamriel Foundry website, because I'm, I'm not exactly sure where they have their, their guild database... Sort of, uh, sort of forgot. But it's basically you're, you're gonna you're gonna go through Tamriel Foundry and search for E S O T R, and then you can go ahead and, and join it through there.
3: We actually have a. a yeah, here we go. There's a lot of members there. Actually, last time I checked.
0: Yeah, last time I saw it, we had like 200. Yeah. I have no idea how we're gonna port those names from the Tamriel Foundry site into into the game. Like, I have no idea how we're gonna do this, but there's a lot. I think we're gonna have to type each one in.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? When people did, did you guys game, like figure they're probably huh? gonna we're probably gonna say, hey, message us and we'll just invite you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or, I
1: or I hope ESO does what uh as a, a props to what Sultor did. Back before it went live. Remember the guild uh, the guild formation pages they had?
0: Hopefully they do something like that.
1: All right, for those who aren't familiar, uh, what Star Wars The Republic did before the game went live is that for a couple of months before early release, they allowed guild leaders to actually form and hold the name of the guild on the actual main website and actually have their members register and join that guild right then and there. And then once the game went live, guess what happened? Your guild was created. It was there. And all your members, once they actually created their account and logged into the game, boom. Cool. There you go.
0: Um this is actually really surprising and thank you to all those who did join, but we've got two hundred and ninety-four members that are signed up. Yeah, signed up right now. We are on um, on Tamriel Foundry, we are the number fourth largest guild um, trailing by far. I mean the, the, the dagger <laughs> um, there's there's one with eight hundred and fourteen, eight hundred and seventy-three, one thousand sixty-seven. Um, but we are... the
1: 1,067? I, I, is it, is, that, the is other- that AIE? <laughs> it's, that's probably them, isn't it?
0: <laughs> I think uh, it's called Ebenhart Pact.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, like, I bet the top three are the actual factions themselves.
1: Yeah, I'd be willing to bet. Okay.
3: Maybe,
0: yeah, maybe that's because it says... Stupid webpage. Um, maybe it is. Hold on, let me, let me search this again. Yeah, but 294 members, guys. Jeez.
3: KCS Rowland.
0: That's going to be a lot of writing. <laughs> That's a lot of typing. So there you go. So, uh, yeah, let me click on all guilds. So basically what you do is go to Tamriel Foundry, and on their, their main page, just scroll down to where it says guilds. And then when you click on that, um, there's a search bar that you'll see at the top of that new page that comes up. Write ESOTR, and then you'll find us. Um, Yeah, uh, searching and ordering these guilds by most members, it says Ebonheart Pact, Aldmeri Dominion, and Daggerfall Covenant. And then right underneath it says ESOTR. I think we may have the largest guild so far on Tamriel Foundry.
2: Sure sounds like it
0: it It kind of does that's humbling, jeez, thank you so much, guys for c- coming out with all your support.
2: <laughs> I can't believe that people won't hear us complain that much,
0: yeah, really, um, yeah, two hundred and ninety five members did someone just join the guild? <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, moving along, <laughs> thank you again, everyone. So- for all, all of that support. And uh, f- fantastic email. Thank you very much, everyone who, who wrote in this week. Um, in-game time, guys. In-game time. And here's how we're going to handle this. I'm going to break a Q- pool stick over my hand uh, and then throw it down the floor. And whoever f- uh, wins the fight to the death, they get to talk about their in-game first. And- tryouts. Yeah. We're holding Tryouts. So, wanna... <laughs> so Lou Lou automatically because <laughs> I rolled my D twenty and uh he shanked me in the face.
1: Oh, natural twenty. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh damn
0: it. Yeah. I just pictured like a like a like a Captain Kirk Spock, you know, sparring scene on Star Trek right there. You know, with uh Lou and I going at it. <laughs> what? All right, so, Lou, go ahead. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I will say I done during killed a lot of stuff this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I went on a rampage. Well, I wouldn't say a rampage, but uh, thanks to Shank and my walking everywhere now, where it takes an hour to just turn it one <laughs> damn quest, <laughs> Well, before I can do three or four in one shot, um... <laughs> So it you know, would have been,
0: it would have been shorter had you had you just fast traveled.
1: Yeah, yeah, my question would be a lot cleaner if I could just fast travel. But like, remember, can not do that anymore? If you, it's if not you the fast same. travel, if you fast
3: travel, you automatically lose 30 Facebook friends. <laughs>
1: so. Wow. Yeah. That many? Damn. <laughs> but but I will say this though. I had to go back uh past few days I had to go back to an old save file. Before I actually started Dawnguard because, you know, not even a day and a half where Serana just pissed me off. Dude,
3: Didn't I, I, oh I feel God. like a couple shows ago when you started, I think I asked you, like, dude, why did you do that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I actually went back and dropped down a level. I'm like, ooh, you know what? Yes. Yeah, I'll go back to that safe file. <laughs> so now I'm back adventuring with Lydia for a bit while I uh, clean up my, my quest journal because it became a mess again because I started picking myself left and right all over again. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I want to get that cleaned up because I have questionable OCD. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't realize that, you know, as I'm traveling through all these different parts of the map and looking at my two other characters that I've had over the past year and realizing I'm my highest level character uh, on on Mir, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, who I played the longest, and I realized – how in the hell did I miss all this stuff originally the first time? <laughs> oh,
0: you found a whole bunch of stuff, huh?
1: It, it, there are places on my Battle Mage's map that I've been constantly like, I'll stop, I'll save the game, I'll hop back onto my assassin and realize, how the hell did I miss that? And that's, you know, some of these markers are right on top of you. Like, are you kidding me?
0: Wow. So, so big, big thanks to Shank for, for telling you to, do the, uh, to go walking around. <laughs>
1: Yeah I, mean, yeah, I mean, that is a, a great indirect result. What's happening is the fact that, you know, my main character, I played, I played the longest, and I realized just how much content I've missed just by, I would say blitzing, but just... You know, just from scurrying along from one quest area to the next, you know, following yeah. this quest chain here. You,
0: know, you don't think there's there's a lot out there by looking at the map, which I think if you want to talk about, you know, weak things in Elder Scrolls games, I think I think the Skyrim map is by far the weakest out of any of them.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, it's obviously, approach. yeah, it it, it, God, it, lo- it needs work. But in the end, you know, I do have one map mod I use, and that just clears up the clouds. That way you at least see the damn map. Yeah oh, dude, I
3: have that one, too. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it annoys me. It's like, oh, wow, look at... I can't see the road.
0: But there's there's <laughs> a ton of stuff out there.
1: It's like, are those clouds? I can't see the... Dam- oh! <laughs> yeah, there, there is a, a lot of stuff out there. And the fact that they crammed... Or they, they have all that out there. And you know, if you're not paying attention or if you're just moving quite along, not not doing a shank and just stopping to smell the roses every now and then.
3: Yeah, literally. You
1: know, yeah, you, I, <laughs> I literally realized that there's so much stuff that I should have done, okay, and could have done on my other characters that I am now catching up with and actually seeing for the first time in my mage. Alright, because you don't realize that, you know, there is a hidden path there or there's that cave you just missed because, you know, they don't make it obvious. Alright, because they want, you know, which is props to the Bethesda uh, level design, saying, "Hey, you know what? You want to find adventure? Go look for it." And, okay, Lou, I don't from... mean to, I
3: don't mean to interrupt, but I'm just curious: How many total hours do you have in Skyrim?
1: Uh, I am now pushing over 600 something hours. Skyrim. And you're
3: still finding new stuff.
1: Yep. And <laughs> as I said before, a couple of days ago, with uh, with uh, with Martin on Twitter, he's like, "Yeah, you know what? I have yet to quote unquote." finish the game for those Skyrim haters saying, you didn't finish the game yet? No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Alduin, for me, doesn't finish the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> That's just one of the storylines. It's the main one, yes, but you know what? If you did that, then you just miss the other 80% that Bethesda put in there for you to enjoy. <laughs> you know? Um, I would have to completely agree. You know, because I, like I said before, I've had friends who blitz through this game within a month or less what uh, yeah i mean if and i want to have a friend who he destroyed the game in less than two weeks
2: yeah i've like, heard people say they put six hours into the game and completed it
0: were you talking about dave yeah
3: austin yeah no that was like yeah that was ridiculous see was like, yeah <laughs> i i i'm not joking here my brain literally can't comprehend that
0: he we were we were just we just started up Skyrim off the record and and uh, our friend, our mutual friend in Boston, uh, his name is dave he he basically told us like, I don't know how you guys are still playing that game. i I basically cleaned that up in two weeks and and Lou and I are just like dumbfounded. like you know we were all we were talking about mumble, right
1: mm-hmm.
0: You could hear the crickets of astonishment in our. <laughs> In the muteness of that, that mumble room, there was no sound, just shock. <laughs> and we didn't have the heart to tell Dave that you didn't know. You did, you did the main quest, but you didn't play the game. You know what I mean? We didn't have the heart to tell him you wasted 60 bucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, didn't tell him, you know, I didn't want to tell him, I'm only level 6. It's, only, it's almost two weeks. I'm only level 6, man. I haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah.
3: To do. Wow! Have to do it. I, I'm not kidding. Like I, I, my, I can't comprehend that. I, I literally, like my brain actually hurts now.
0: What I can't comprehend is the giant killing spree for no reason that apparently Lou's been on. Oh yeah, yes. dude!
1: Oh my god! Yeah, during <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you know, my walk, you know, my walkabouts. Um, again, you know, I'm, I'm finding all these places, and I find these giant camps, and. By the time I realize there's someone to the camp, obviously I see the big mammoth head. Um, zip it along, and all of a sudden, oh, oh, I, I piss off the giant. Yeah. You know, and like, come on, man, just, just let's not go there. Let's not go this route. Right. Now, Lou, I have a question for you about the like, camp. A
0: threatened Floridian man, he stands his ground.
3: <laughs> you would be amazed. I run very fast.
0: <laughs> Dave pieces in real life. <laughs> So, so your own Skyrim wed wedding, huh, Lou?
1: Yes. <laughs> wow. For <laughs> so those who are in the know, who have done that, that particularly delicious quest for the Dark Brotherhood, mm-hmm. and who are Game of Game of Thrones fans, oh, we all know what we're talking about.
0: For those who who know that winter is coming.
1: Yes. All right. I'm on that particular quest for the Dark Brotherhood, where I am going to enact my own red wedding for someone.
2: Oh my God! <laughs> what is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> and after getting it this time I mean I just picked it up yesterday I'm like oh yeah <laughs> this is gonna be cool so what's, uh, what'd you do I haven't done it yet I'm on the way actually I'm on the way there now huh. Uh, I
3: assume you're gonna do it the interesting way
1: well you see I, I spoilers who well you know what it's been, a year yeah, it's right been out for almost, almost two
0: years. years. <laughs> Come on, let's. let's yeah. right.
1: I, I've <laughs> done it where
0: I'll see you for this quest. <laughs> you no,
1: know, I've done it where I dropped the statue on her. Okay, <laughs> I've done it on my assassin. I actually did it twice on my assassin just to see it on two different perspectives. I actually killed it with the bow and arrow, as long just a sniper shot, which wasn't as exciting as actually sneaking past everybody, getting onto that ledge, and just getting that perfect kill cam of me just stabbing her through the gut, or from the back right through her gut. <laughs> I got that kill, Cam. I was like, wow, that's so cool. Jeez. It's a really cool visceral feeling. And then this time, since I'm on my mage, I'm thinking to myself, oh, am I going to go all Palpatine style? I think I will. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to show her the unlimited power. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now, young bride, you will die. <laughs>
1: young fool <laughs> only now do you comprehend the true power <laughs> sorry anyway <laughs> wrong genre Yeah. <laughs> but yeah back to the giants thing yeah I mean as, with the walkabouts I'm finding more of these camps and you know what screw it and I can kill them with impunity yeah I'm doing it <laughs> leave the mammoths alone they haven't done anything but the giants yeah they just need to go
0: getting rid of those those giant stinky guys huh
1: Yes, this is revenge for planning me to you know pushing me to orbit for no apparent reason when I was a younger level character. Mm. So this is <laughs> sweet revenge.
0: Lou's not gonna take it. No. Right. Oh my no, God. he ain't gonna take it.
2: You people are messed up.
0: Lou's not gonna take it. So Dave, how's hey, it going? Oh <laughs> <laughs> so so Dave, tell us tell us about what you did in game this this week. Um, well, see what happened when Joe's not here? This whole thing goes to hell in handbags. It really does. <laughs> you people are nuts. Who would find a twisted sister on this show? <laughs> um,
2: this week was the Soul Cairn week.
0: I could see that. I, awesome. By the way, I really I really enjoy what you're doing in game right now.
2: I just got out of the Soul Cairn, just finished it. Uh, there are a few loose ties for me to finish up here, but this week I invaded Serona's daddy's house. And I held her hand all the way through his house. So we finally got up to the Soul Cairn and we dove in, feet first.
0: So much, so much teenage angst in that statement right there.
2: Well, because I hate her. She's always in the way. She's always nosy. She's like, anytime I'm sneaking around, her first reaction is, hey, I'm going to run in and throw a fire at somebody.
3: Right. Why not? Completely kill your sneak. Completely. Yeah, I
2: hate her. I hate her. I for real hate her. Like, if there's anybody in the world... I hate her more than Shank. That's
3: a bold claim.
2: It, it really is. So I I've been uh I've actually been doing pretty good. We went through got Arvok, which is the conjuration horse, of Rock. Arvok, Arvok. Arvok, Ardvark. Ardvark. He's Ardvark. a conjuration horse uh, so you can summon a horse anywhere you want to be. Got the Wrath Man, the Mist Man, the Bone Man, a bunch of Conjuration Spells. Tons of, of gems from this. As I said earlier, I just made my Daedric Bow today. Um, so, I went through the entire way, finished the quest, which I had to uh, prove my worth to a undead dragon. To allow me to get a second Elder Scroll which I hmm. will need later on. So that I went into the soul cairn, proved my worth, I defeated hmm. him, got the 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 elder scroll. He come I walk out the dragon's alive and waiting for me after I just killed him. He says, "Hey, thanks for beating me. You got to do one more thing. Go out into the real world and summon me out there. I'll give you a brand new shout for doing it." so that's what I'm doing right now I just summoned him my first time and then you have to wait 300 seconds and you can summon him again and again and he keeps giving you uh, the words to a shout that lets you attack someone with a shout and if they die they come back as a zombie legit so that's awesome
0: that is awesome I literally ran into Soul Cairn and just completed that part of the quest and ran right back
3: out. Dude, <laughs> me too. I love that I wanted quest. to get that piece done as quick as I could. I was just like, oh I, man. I bet y'all didn't
2: here. know there was that much to do in there.
3: I had no idea. Nope. No idea. No idea. None.
2: It, it is definitely worth the trip to sit down and do the entire thing. In fact, there's still things that I have not done in there that I just won't waste the time on doing. Like collecting every page to this guy's book all the the crazy little bitty things I'm not gonna do.
1: Mm. Did you meet uh wait are you Imperial or are you Stormcloak for this character?
2: I'm Stormcloak accidentally.
1: Ah, okay. Then you won't meet uh Ulfric in Soul Cairn. For those is who he, don't know, if you're an Imperial and Yes, if you're an Imperial and you actually take Windhelm and you kill Ulfric, you will meet his uh, his spirit there. That is so cool, dude. Yeah,
0: Lou, didn't you didn't you say on a show with, uh, a couple of months ago that you met him in Soul Cairn and he basically admitted that he Yes. made a mistake by weakening Skyrim?
1: Yes, he did. He actually he will talk about that. To me like he made a mistake because now he realizes exactly the Skyrim. Yeah. Yes, the kind of crap position he caused by starting the civil war at the wrong time. Because now, you know, w- what's happening? The Thalmor are basically in Skyrim. They're everywhere. Their agents move with impunity. And yet He's going to be a little pissant and, you know, divide the nation by fighting amongst each other. And now where does that leave him? Legion's weakened. Skyrim has little to no forces left if the Dominion ever really wants to push the issue. And you know what? They could. <laughs> they wanted to. A
3: yeah. house divided cannot stand Said Shank, who did not steal that from possibly Lincoln.
0: (laughs) Uh, The History Channel comes to ESOTR.
1: (laughs) Which one? History Channel? H2.
0: (laughs) HS, Shank Edition. (laughs) Um, All right, Dave, anything else? Right now, I'm
2: just making my way back to Dawnguard Keep to uh, complete this quest. But yeah, I've actually been doing pretty good. I think I've died a total of one time through the entirety of Soul Cairn. Yeah. Which is surprising, because usually that's the highlights of my show, is uh, exploding in different
0: I got. I got to say this again. I I love this. I. What do you guys think of the the uh, the stream that we got going on right now in, in the chat?
3: Um, as a host, I think it's cool. Except if Dave weren't streaming, it'd be really cool.
0: Okay, so maybe maybe next week Shank can.
3: (laughs) Maybe.
2: I'll I'll remember that.
0: Chatroom seems to like it. We have someone in there who says, uh, yeah, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, go ahead and give that a two and a half stars out of five, I suppose.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hopefully everyone is, is enjoying themselves. Um, so for me, Oblivion, I, I didn't get far at all since since last week. Um, I can't find the, the damn key. Where I last left off was I ran into Oblivion.
3: Oh, okay, so you're. Okay, okay, I was confused.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I ran into Oblivion to mm-hmm. save Kavach. I cleared out that whole tower, which took me, you know, several tries to, to get to actually do, but I, I ended up clearing out that whole main tower there from all the clan fear and Dremora. And then I went all the way up to the top. There's this dude in a cage. And he says, basically, don't worry about me, you got to get a key. And I'm looking all around, and I, I, get when I get really frustrated like this, I just can't get in-game and get into it. So, you know, I, I played you know a couple hours here and there this week, but I was just so frustrated about being unable to find the key to this thing that I really haven't had much game time. So I tried um, like two or three times during the week to see if I could actually find the key For this, I I can't find it anywhere, so I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm hoping Shank can help me out here.
3: Yeah, so you found that dude, right, in the cage? Yeah. Oh, man, what's his name? Something Goneld? I can't remember his name. I don't know. Um, Bald guy in a cage. Yeah, so you you can't rescue him. So you need to, I don't know how much you want me to tell you, but it sounds like you just want to get out of here. You know what? It kills me because
0: back in 2008 when I first played Oblivion for the first time, I blasted through this. And yeah. that, that whole thing where you have to save Martin Septim from the chapel, like, that hung me up. Mm-hmm. So I've – it's – I'm being stupid. That's what it is. And that bothers <laughs> the hell out of me is that, you know, to, in 2008 when I had no idea about anything regarding Elder Scrolls, I just, you know, zipped right through this like it was nothing. And now I don't know what to do. I'm like I'm, – Yeah,
3: so you, you can't rescue this dude, right? Right. So you need to, like, basically get out of that room – and you need to go back to the main tower. And if you remember when you first went into that main tower, um, there were a couple of locked doors. After you spoke with this dude, you can actually go into those locked doors now. And you basically want to... Oh, God. I think you want to head... You're talking about the... No, the the main tower with the locked...
0: Maybe, maybe we're talking about a different tower here. Mm-hmm. Because that same tower... You know, you go into the main tower, then you go all the way up, and you go across the bridge, and he's in that second tower further up.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So
0: the, the main tower that I went into, I see locked doors, but they aren't unlocked.
3: Oh. That's, okay. That might be something weird. You 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 basically want to go, okay, so the, the name of the, the place is called the Corridors of Dark Salvation.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That's where you kind of want to get to. Okay. So it might have glitched and you might be kind of SOL, so you might have to like load a previous one. But you want to talk to the guy, then go into the corridors of Dark Salvation. And then once you go there, it, it becomes another one of those you need to keep climbing up, all the way up, all the way up until you get to what's called the Blood Feast. And then that's basically like the balcony. And there's kind of like a teleporting thing that takes you to the to the very, very top. So if you see like a teleporting portal thing, mm-hmm. you take that, get all the way to the top. You get into this final room. And the final room of all of these towers in, in Oblivion are called the Sigillum Sanguis, I think. Mm-hmm. It's And once you're in here, you have to climb to the – it's basically a ramp that will take you to the top of this uh, Sanguis thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And there's a stone there. And once you pull the stone, you close the gate and you're back in Cyrodiil. So you might need to you might have glitched out. Um and if you did, then I would go back and talk to the guy and look for something called the Corridors of Dark Salvation. All right. And if you want, if you're streaming tomorrow or something, I can uh help you walk through it. Yeah, tomorrow is uh tomorrow's classic uh, TES night. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm looking forward to that. Um Okay. Uh, who, who is, uh, that's it. That's it for me. That's all I <laughs> Tried to find a key and I failed utter, utterly and and miserably. Um, McCarty in the chat room is is stressing hard because he, <laughs> because of all the spoilers, I'm just dropping like nobody's business right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mac. <laughs> uh, who who did we leave out? Who didn't go? Was that Shank?
3: I believe it's me. Yes.
0: All right, you're rather unimportant,
3: so let's just go. Now go ahead. I'm kidding. All right, cool. Um... <laughs> I, I just have one thing that I wrote down this week. I did that for Dave's benefit. Yeah, I know. Peaced. <laughs> and it. by peaced, I mean um, basically like 14 hours of Oblivion. Um, so I, I made... Reports, th- okay, so <laughs> shut up, Dave. Um, I Actually, you know what? That's for the first time in my Elder Scrolls career in a long time. Uh-huh. That's actually not true. Like I actually did stuff. Which is really weird. Like I felt really weird, but I, I'm playing as a, a, a an alchemist thief. So I'm a Khajiit named Philip G. Mm-hmm. I've got my major skills: uh, alchemy, light armor, sneak. I got uh, that, that. Well, that, what I'm doing tomorrow is. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Morrowind with uh, Philip G's homie. That's <laughs>
3: true. So yeah, I, I'm making this uh, this Khajiit thief. He's an alchemist thief, and I've never done this combo before. So um, alchemy is a great way in Oblivion if you want to make money. Uh, it's, it's, you just literally pick up everything and just combine random ingredients and sell them, and you, you make a lot of money doing that. So first thing I did was I wanted to get access to the Lustratorium, which is a, uh, a school within the Arcane University in uh, the Imperial City, and the Lustratorium is used to make potions. And in order to gain access to the Arcane University, of course, you need to get recommendations from all the guild halls. So I did that. I started from uh, Bruma, and then I went uh, clockwise to Chadenhall, Bravel, Leowin, Skingrod, uh, Anvil, and then Coral. And, of course, I walked all this. And I texted my friend this, and I think I told you too, Arwen
1: mm-hmm.
3: that... To just only to get the, the recommendations, okay? Just to get the recommendations took me ten hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, that's that's nuts. That's a whole that's a whole game. Yes, and that's exactly yeah, my buddy told me he was like, dude, that's like the length of some games.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: And what did I do? I did a percent of a guild, which is a percent of the game in and of itself. So I barely did anything and took almost eleven hours. So <laughs> now uh, I, I'm in the, the Arcane University, which is sweet, um, and what I also did at this point was like, okay, so uh, my character is a decent level now. I think I'm a level 12. I said, okay, well, why not Why not? let me start the Thieves' Guild? So I did that. I started the Thieves' Guild, and I'm up to the quest where I need to steal the, the bust of uh, Lathasa, which is enchanted. Chaden Hall, the uh, the the chapel there,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and I got okay. So here here here's the thing. I have played so much Oblivion, like probably six hundred and fifty to seven hundred hours of Oblivion. As I was walking out of the chapel of uh, in in Chaden Hall, I randomly, just totally randomly, I was like, you know what? I haven't really been in this person's house before, so let me just walk in here, just 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 to see if I could. Because you know, some sometimes if you go in a house, it gives you that red marker saying, "Hey, you're trespassing," right? Yeah. And I, I didn't say I was trespassing, so I was like, "Okay, that, that's cool." And I went to this person's house, and she was sitting there eating, and I talked to her, and she kept complaining about these, this, the, you know, getting fines levied on the townspeople for like stupid things like littering and something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like hefty fines, and I was like, "Dude, that sucks." And what it turned out to be this quest. They don't want to litter. Yeah, which is you know that's I, that's stupid. But <laughs> she she was complaining about these fines, and I asked about it, and it turned out to be this quest. And it was this like corrupt. Um, oh my god, it, I forget the name of the quest because I have never had it before. But it, it has to – it's like some corruption or something that's going on in Shadenhall, where the the head of the 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 guards there is kind of like you know taking money and just levying fines just to like you know. Get get you know give himself more money and gold and stuff to buy. So right now I'm trying to like do some investigation and try and figure out if we can like basically make a case against this guy. And I, I've never done this quest before, and it's really cool. And it was totally because I re- just randomly went into some person's house.
0: I get I I get excited when you when you personally find new things in in Skyrim and uh, in Oblivion. <laughs> like I, I I literally
1: get excited for you. <laughs> I, I find it shocking that Shank's actually taking a stand against someone trying to make a profit.
3: Ah, no, because... No, but see, this is the thing. I know that usually at the end of these type of quests in Oblivion, there's always going to be some chamber or some room where like, there's like a chest, and that chest always has like loot and treasure and a crap load of gold. I just want to get this guy so I can take his gold. Like, I don't care. I just want to get this gold. And I, I spoke to this drunk dude in the game and he he like went up and bro- started a fight with this guy and the guard kind of killed him because the, all the guy had to defend himself with was a fork i searched his body all he had was a fork mm. i thought it was really funny yeah <laughs> did he do that did he pull the fork out on you he he no not on me on this guard he just started belligerently yelling at this guard and the guard was like yo back off and the guy kept <laughs> instigating him so the guard pulled out his sword and just like hacked him to death <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny I'm not gonna lie so now I'm doing this quest which I've never even seen before which makes me very excited and then the power went out but thankfully I saved <laughs> oh, yeah, right yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: you put that on Twitter yesterday you're like and the power's out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Poor Shank.
3: Um, but, yeah, man. So that's all I got.
0: Cool. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the update next week on on that from you.
3: Yeah, dude.
0: Uh, lore segment. Lore master on ice. Dude,
3: oh yeah. Master Oland. Yeah, and Lou. I I I texted Lou this afternoon, I was like, dude, this is gonna be awesome because <laughs> specifically from like what I was doing in the game. Like this makes me really excited. Yeah, I like
0: the addendum here that we got. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be—it's there's not a lot, but it's extremely pur- purposeful. I, I am yeah. Uh, without any further ado, good sir, our lore master, let's let's give the uh, the stage, the table, our ears, our attention, to Louis, the lore master Olan's, the Elder Scroll.
1: Thank you very much, kind sir, and T-Day's Elder Scroll we're going to do some more digging into the mages guild looking further in the world of Magica. so by whose authority do the mages exercise their want? well, today I'm going to describe their charter, the guild charter for the guild of mages and here it is the imperial charter of the guild of mages rules for membership of the mages guild purpose what is their purpose? The Guild of Mages provides benefits to scholars of magic and established laws regarding the proper use of magic. The Guild is dedicated to the collection, preservation, and distribution of magical knowledge, with an emphasis on ensuring that all citizens of Tamriel benefit from this knowledge. 2. Authority, or as in my head all the time, the authority, it's Daniel Cartman. That. The Guild of Mages was established on Somerset Isle in the year 230 of the Second Era by Vannis Galarian and Relis the XII. It was later confirmed by the Guild's Act in year 231 of the Second Era of patented Versidue Shea. Item 3. Rules and Procedures. Boo. Crimes against fellow members of the Guild are treated with the harshest discipline. Whether a member may regain their status in the Guild is determined by the Archmage. We have an addendum. Effective Year 431 of the Third Era. Any Guild member committing a crime against the Guild is to be suspended immediately. The suspension may be lifted at the discretion of the Steward of the Council of Mages. Any Guild member receiving multiple suspensions may, at the determination of the Council, be summarily and permanently dismissed from the Guild. Item 4. Membership Requirements The Guild of Mages only accepts candidates of keen intelligence and dominant will. Candidates must exhibit mastery in the great schools of magic, destruction, alteration, illusion and mysticism. Candidates must also display practical knowledge of enchantments, enchantments and alchemical processes. Item 5 Applications Applications for membership candidates must present themselves to the steward of the guild hall for examination and approval. And here we have an addendum. Effective, again, year 431, third era, as per Archmage Hannibal Travern. That's a cool name, Hannibal Travern. <laughs> all candidates for membership in the Guild of Mages must be approved by all, all presiding guild hall stewards. With said approval submitted in writing to the Council of Mages in a timely manner. Yes! Run, little puppet! Run! And here we have an addendum. As per Council Mandate, the sale of spells in the Imperial Province is to be redistributed across the Guild Halls. The following halls are to be responsible for each school of magic. Alteration, which is located in Chayden Hall. Conjuration, in Charl Destruction, in Skingrad, Illusion, Guildhall of Bravel. Mysticism, in Leowin. And Restoration, in Anvil. And one of the items, the last item, is called Attachment A. And it goes as follows. Mages Guild chapters in Barnfell District, Province of morrowind chapters are established in guild owned, freestanding guild halls in the towns of Aldrun, Balmora, and Caldera. The chapter in Set of Mora is established in Wolverine Hall under lease from the Tilvanni Council. The chapter in Vivek is established in the Foreign Quarter under lease from the Tribunal Temple. And that is the Imperial Charter. Of the Guild of Mages. Now, this is only a small part. Next week, I'm going to continue our investigation into the Mage's Guild because there is just so much out there from all the sites. You know, I'm trying to present as, you know much of it as I can in little bits and pieces. Hopefully, you all enjoyed it. I want to say thank you to the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages, the Elder Scrolls Wiki, and the Imperial Library for the information today.
3: Wow. Good job, Lou. <laughs> you know you know what I love about all this? It it needs to the, the recommendations need to be submitted in writing to the Council of Mages in a timely manner. <laughs> Not eleven hours and probably like two weeks in game time.
0: <laughs> Someone did their research on that. I can't tell you how many procedures I've seen in government work that says must be submitted in a timely manner. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, I just I just want to point out this is episode number seventy six. We have uh seventy five episodes under our belt and we are fast approaching on on one hundred episodes. Um, I just want to say say you know Lou you've done an amazing job just keeping this segment as a major anchor on on the series. You know you always do a tremendous amount of research. And everything that you come up with is always new, different, and interesting. And um, 76 episodes, you truly are a master of lore. Thank you very much for all of your hard work so far.
1: Thank you for the very kind words. But I also want to say thank you to the team over at Bethesda. And now to Lawrence Schick and his group over at Zoss. Providing, what, 10 plus years of... Backstory, history, etc., that quite honestly makes this job very easy. Um, You know, Kyle and Josh from Shotty Cats can attest to there is just so much information out there at our fingertips. All you've got to do is just plug in Elder Scrolls, anything of that like, and you will find pages out there of information of stuff you never even thought about. (laughs) You know, the amount of details and minutiae they come up with. Yeah. you know breathe life into this series is amazing you know it's not to be missed
0: um the other thing I, I want to point out is that uh, we are actually listed as a community site on elderscrolls.com. yay that's uh that's brand new brand new for us we uh, I guess I guess uh, Bethesdas sort of you know uh, wrapping their arms around us and saying you're 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 in guys. You you are wow. a legitimate fan site for for us. So uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record uh, it takes its place among a prestigious list for Elder Scrolls community fans, such as Skyrim Wiki, Elder Scrolls Nexus, Planet Elder Scrolls, Unofficial Elder Scrolls Pages, the Imperial Library. We are uh, we're right there too. So that's that's very exciting for us. I mean, for for fans of Elder Scrolls. You know, I mean, that's that's great.
1: <laughs> like, awesome, yeah, man. Psyched. Holy Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're, we're totally, totally excited about being there. And totally. Totally.
3: Heroes,
1: man. Totally.
0: <laughs> All right. Before we close this show out, I just want to let you know there was a developer question of the week, and here it is. Hi, my name's David Zeb Cook, content designer with Zedimax Online Studios, and here's your question of the
2: week. The Elder Scrolls universe is full of strange events and unexplained mysteries, like the disappearance of the Dwemer and who the heck is that Mike guy?
0: What secret would you like to unravel in Elder Scrolls Online? Who the heck is that Mike guy?
1: I like that deep bassy violin cello going back like dun dun dun.
0: I like that, yeah. It was quite sexy. <laughs> Dave, Dave, what uh what are you looking to unlock? What mysteries will you unravel?
2: Honestly, for him to bring up the Dwimmer, I yeah. kinda wanna know. Yeah. I you and like
3: Everyone.
2: <laughs> yeah, stuff. that's like the big question for Skyrim fans, for Elder Scrolls fans. What the hell happened to the Dwemer?
0: What about you, Lou?
1: Man, that's up there. That That's obviously one of the, the great, great mysteries in Elder Scrolls lore that, you know, obviously has come up. But yeah, that's up there. Um, I also. Gosh. Um. Mystery. You know what? One of the side mysteries doing the lore topics all all these months. Mm-hmm. You know, there's these uh, uh, two. I guess ways of interpreting who actually taught mortals the Thum. Okay, one variant you have. You know, Kenneth uh, A and so forth. But you know what? I, I, I no, I wouldn't say mystery. Hang on, let me backtrack. I actually would like to see, <laughs> you know, the actual war itself. All those great uh, myths and stuff, you know, like the the. Uh, gosh, I guess I guess the arrival of Akaviri, mm. like how you know since Akavir, you know isn't part of Tamriel, if you notice that, okay? Yeah. What like what are the, what are the provinces? You know, Akaviri isn't one of them yet. We hear about them all the time in all these games. You know what? That's what mystery I like to say. Like, what the hell exactly? What's Activir like, yeah. dude? That is that was mine.
3: <laughs> oh you know, we,
0: man!
1: Wow, I just stole Shanks' thunder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, to to give to give Shanks some time to think here, I'll say that one of the mysteries that that I'm, I don't think they'll they'll answer this in, in Elder Scrolls Online, or maybe I got to do some research, and maybe it was answered, but um, I would like to know if. Um, Oh man, I completely forgot the dude's name. Oh, uh, it's horrible.
2: Shiograth.
0: No, no. The, one of the first. Uh,
2: Did you just say no, Shiograth?
0: Talos. I wanted to know if Talos is actually a a, a himself. I sort of got the hint that maybe he was, during one of the quest lines in Skyrim. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Shank, what about you?
3: Well, my my main one was the the Akavir cuz like they're the only history that Tamriel has with Akavir is war. Like every time you mention Akavir and the Akaviri people, it's 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 around surrounding some sort of conflict. Mm-hmm. So, but I also want to know more about Lorcan cuz there there are theories about how you know, he came to existence, and there, there, there's there's a famous theory of the lunar Lorcan And you know, if you actually look up in the sky, you see the two moons, the uh, the master and Secunda. But and those are called like they're basically like compared to as his flesh, and they're they're like his corpse before you know his one of his divine um, one of the one of his pieces like fell to uh, Nern, and be, uh, became like the divine piece of Nern or whatever but i want to know where he like i want to know his origin story like where did he come from what like what what motivated him to create nern because he is known as like the creator and also like as the missing god so like i want to know more about him because he's kind of like the god he's the dude yeah
0: cool all right guys um that's it that's it. We are we are done. That is that is a Elder Scrolls off the record podcast in the bag, in the bag, in the can, as they say. In the can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to thank everyone in the chat room for coming out tonight and hanging out with us. Dave, I want to thank you for doing an awesome job with the the live stream tonight. This is our first time doing it, and I have to say, this came out great.
2: I'm glad you enjoyed it.
0: I really, yeah, I really, really like this. The chat room seems to enjoy it, and uh, it's it's just a whole lot of fun. Um, also, I think I, I sort of feel like you know more people came out to uh, to see us tonight as a result of it.
3: Yeah, I saw sixty six people. It was a peak. Yeah, you know what they
2: to... say, they came for the Elder Scrolls. They stayed for the Dean
3: Is that what they
0: say? Who says that?
2: Everybody. Nobody. Everyone. You
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's that's my final thought for for this week. Uh, also, Joe, we missed you. wasn't the same without you. Get back to us next week, uh, Lou. Final thought, please.
1: Final thought. Wow, uh, I just want to say it's. I can't believe that. Uh, I can't believe that Bethesda is up there in PC Gamer's top one hundred, especially with uh, I guess three of their hallmark games. Mm-hmm. with the Elder Scrolls, with Marwyn, Oblivion, and Skyrim, but also, I just want to quickly mention to them too, is the fact that Bethesda has quite a few games up there.
3: Yeah, I was, yeah, man, like, I saw right. Dishonored up there.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, this Bethesda, is, this yeah.
3: Is,
0: yeah, this is an Elder Scrolls show, we we focus on Elder Scrolls, um, we, we try not to make this a Bethesda podcast, but the fact of the matter is that there was a lot of Bethesda games on there, and, uh, yeah, that, that I found that I found that uh, very surprising, too, Lou.
1: Yeah, I mean, props to them, and yeah. I just want to say that they have quite a few things there. I personally would have put Morrowind and Oblivion in the top 50, but that's just me. <laughs> Along with Skyrim. <laughs> I, I
0: I agree. Um, yeah. Dave? Hmm? Your final thoughts?
2: My <laughs> final thoughts is I'm fighting spiders, and Do no, please don't kill me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll come back to you. Uh, <laughs> I'll <laughs> Dave's trying to not get dead.
3: Uh my final thoughts. Um, this is just my opinion. I would have liked to see Oblivion as number one because everybody knows my love affair with that game. But more importantly, I think I, dude, I can't wait to get back into Oblivion and do that quest. I really, I'm really curious to see how it turns out. And I'm genuinely shocked I haven't seen that that quest yet because it's in a town that like I absolutely love. So <laughs> I'm shocked I haven't seen it yet. So. Oh yeah, and uh, I would love to help you out with your Oblivion crisis uh, there, Varwin. Get you out of Oblivion.
0: Yeah, um, I definitely am not going to be doing uh, classic tests <laughs> nights by myself. That's for sure. <laughs> Whoever, whoever's available, and if Shank, if you're available, you're, you're obviously welcome to join in on on our call. Totes. And uh, Dave, I know uh, you seem to have survived your harrowing encounter with frost spiders. Oh in yeah, I, I
2: got them now. Now they're on you the did, run. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> they were slaughtered uh, unceremoniously with your, your Dova awesomeness.
2: Absolutely. Um, uh,
0: final thoughts, sir?
2: My final thoughts is, man, it has been a full day for me for Skyrim.
0: Huh. Starting
2: this morning, I, I had my live stream, then this, live streaming and doing the show at the same time. Honestly, I'm I'm in a Skyrim kick, and I'm I'm in, This is going to probably be one of the most exciting things for me every week, is to show up, do these live streams, and hop on the show with y'all.
0: Yeah, good good times all around. Um, speaking of live streams, does anyone have uh, the live stream schedule in front of them? Because we're we're doing that now, every single day. Anyone have that? Yeah, let's see if we can get that. So yeah, someone yeah, try and see if you can get that up for us. And I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about that as we as we get into the how to reach us. Um maybe
3: Lou, do you know how to look that up?
1: I was gonna ask you that very same question.
3: All right, I'll tell I'm, you what. I'm actually I'm looking it up. How about Ivar when you vamp for a second? I'm gonna I'm gonna vamp
0: for a second. I don't know how to vamp. I don't know how to do that. But I'll tell you how to reach us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record.com is our website. If you want to connect with anything regarding this show, go to ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com. You will find awesome articles on all the latest news regarding Elder Scrolls Online and the Elder Scrolls series at Elder Scrolls Off the That is our network's website. Uh, you can You can get all of our shows there, but additionally, you can get all of the latest general gaming news and info from Quest Gaming as well. We have a presence on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Elder Scrolls OTR is where you can find us on YouTube, and YouTube.com forward slash Quest Gaming Network is where you can find the network on YouTube, and it's the only place. That you can find totally heroes, totally live on Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern. That's QGN's weekly video newscast starring our network news director, Joe Bradford, and the QGN staff writers, Brian Armstrong, Shank the Tank, and the QGN solid gold dancers, which might actually include Liz. Total, wow. <laughs> That's totally, totally live. Heroes. <laughs> totally <laughs> live. Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Where to listen to us? iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Zune. And don't forget, if none of those tickles your fancy, the RSS feed can be picked up at any of our websites, such as elderscrollsofftherecord.com or questgamingnetwork.com. Drop that into your favorite podcast reader, and you can listen to our awesome shows. We recommend Podkicker and RSS Demon for you non apple ipod listeners okay if you google guys rss demon and the google play store pod kicker good stuff check it out we recommend it uh don't forget our other shows minecraft off the record live at sundays at 7 p.m and our daily streaming which shank you've got the skinny on that don't you
3: yep i just put it in the notes so here we have Sunday, guys, we, we are, we're making a push. We're streaming every day. We're going to put great content out for you guys every day. Um, so Sundays, we've got Aaron, 4 to 6 p.m., who's going to be streaming anything he fancies. And then, of course, 6.30 to 8.30, we have Minecraft off the record.
2: Yay.
3: On what? Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and don't, I mean, watch it for, yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Monday, Monday, we have Dan, 8 p.m. to 9.45 p.m., streaming whatever he fancies.
0: Yeah,
2: he- and
3: then, of course, the greatest show in living memory ever in the history of man, 10 p.m. to 12 a.m., we have Totally Heroes, which may or may not star me. And then afterwards, <laughs> we have Bradford playing some Lotro, in which I – Keep on annoying him and telling him that they should really write books about the game.
0: Yeah, you guys had me cracking up. This is, this is more than just a news show, guys. As, as you are listening to these wonderful guys, extremely intelligent, unbelievably knowledgeable about the video game industry, talk about what's going on factually and then lend their opinions live, by the way. You're also watching Bradford play Lord of the Rings online, which is just tremendous fun because he's into it and everyone else is like, why? <laughs> 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 and it makes for like a really awesome dynamic. <laughs> I was literally watching this the other day. I was off on Monday and I, I couldn't put it down. I wanted to run to like, you know, the Seven Eleven near me. I took my phone with the Twitch app on it and I was I was watching this thing in the car. I was, I was listening to it as I was driving over to, to the convenience store. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you guys had me in stitches. It's an awesome freaking show. Well, yeah. We, we like the format, the new format that we have and we think it's, I mean, it's super engaging because we get the chat room in there and we get a lot of engagement and feedback from everybody and it just makes the atmosphere a lot more lively. So it, it's definitely a good time. Yeah, for sure. And, the, and then on uh, Tuesdays, We've got Dave playing whatever he wants well, from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, and that's not really important. And then on Wednesday... <laughs> yes, Dave, what are,
2: doing?
0: what are you doing Tuesdays, Dave? What's that all
3: about?
2: Well, right now, Tuesdays is Darksiders 2, which is a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. So I may only be doing that for like a four-week stint and then change like it up series? to a new, new game. Yeah, because it's that's... so good. I enjoy it so much that I'm going to keep it all to myself. Eventually. I want to at least share it with, uh, for a few episodes. So, you know, it may be a 1 of 4, 1 of 6, but let's see. I want to see what other people would like to see as well because, you know, may want to change it up eventually.
3: Alright. Cool. Uh, Wednesdays, we've got a Joe Let's Play. Um, right now, I believe he's on a Hitman series, um, Hitman Absolution. Yeah, he yep. started and, that up. Yeah, and uh, Joe, if you're listening, yep. um Ops yeah uh, missy dude and the game is it's really good so I, i'm hoping you like it because it's a great great stealth game mm-hmm. um and then we have uh let's see oh yeah he's from 8 p.m eastern to 9:30 p.m and then we have mr brian armstrong with open world wednesdays which starts at 12 eastern or 9 pacific which is his time zone and guys if you missed the stream it's uh he played some need for speed most wanted yesterday i was i caught a little bit of it um this afternoon uh, up on YouTube. Yeah, that game looks really fun. The cars look awesome. I'm a huge car fan. Cool. Um So definitely catch that. Thursdays, we have Dave Day, 1 p.m. Eastern to 3 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, this is followed uh, by 6.30 to 9.30. We have this show, Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Yeah. And then Friday, we close out the week with Varwin Classic Elder Scrolls Night from 8 p.m., to 10 p.m. Eastern, and that's going to be one that I'm definitely keeping my eyes out for, just because I'm a huge, I, I I'm a huge Elder Scrolls nerd. Yeah, but-
0: so uh, I'm going to bring in uh, one of the guys from from uh, from the show from EsoTr. Um, one or all of you, whoever wants to hang out with me on Skype, and I'm going to start up a uh, Morrowind character tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. All of this you can find on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash questgamingnetwork. And if that's too much to remember, no problem. Head over to elderscrollsofftherecord.com and click on the QGN TV tab, and you will automatically see our stream from Twitch. So it's either elderscrollsofftherecord.com and click on the QGN TV tab, or go to twitch.tv forward slash questgamingnetwork. And the chat room's there, the live stream is there, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We are streaming every single day except for Saturdays, um, and I'm sure we'll fill that spot too. And multiple times too during a lot of these days, so uh, keep an eye out on on Twitter, and uh, you will you will be in the know. Uh, speaking of Twitter, unless, uh, is that everything, Shaq?
3: Yep, those are all the streams, man. That's cool. the schedule in full.
0: All right, well, speaking of Twitter, you can find the show at Elder Scrolls OTR. Joe, who's not here, uh, he could find him at the widget, W-I-G-I-T. I am a Varwin. You can follow me at a Varwin, E-M-E-R-G-U-Y-1-1-B. Dave is at d Inforce D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E. And Shank is at Shank Tank, that's S H A N K T H T A. And K, leave off that e for savings on pumice stones. And I, I also hear Shank is opening up uh, that to to more cosmetics now, not just pumice stones savings.
3: Or, I, I'm I'm in talks with Janine. She's she's a very uh, hard negotiator, but uh, we're we're thinking about um, expanding to other exfoliation lines, such as a uh, screen ke- skin creams and other stuff. That- Maybe even cucumbers. Yeah, you yeah,
0: oh, know, cucumbers. Oh, that's always nice. Uh- <laughs> Uh, you can follow the network at Quest Gaming, and that's where you're going to get all of these, uh, all of these, these notifications that we are that we are streaming. So if you forget our long and lofty schedule, that's okay. I forget it too. Just follow at Quest Gaming. That is our network. You will find out when we're streaming. Just click on the link and have fun. We'd love to see you in our chat room.
2: It really does, It really does make our chats a lot more fun when we have chat room to with us of course it's a great time
0: am I leaving anything out guys okay thank you very much for joining us chat room it was wonderful those of you out there listening thank you so much for downloading hope to see you in game hope to see you in the chat room Elder Scrolls off the record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with the Middle Earth Network
1: take care everyone thank you all for being here See y'all again next week. Fooce order, y'all. We'll see you next time. So
3: next week or some other time, dudes, shadow hide you.
0: Take care, everyone. Be safe and may the foos be with you. Um, Liz is saying the youngins won't eat until Uncle Varwin tells them to eat. Hmm.
1: Well, that causes those problems if they don't? Well, today. they're starving tonight. <laughs>
0: yeah. What I can do is I can get Gollum over here. Gollum. To, to, have, them, to have them eat. Hold on, hold on a second here. Gollum. No. I need you to tell these kids to, to eat their dinner. They have to eat their dinner. I oh. oh. Eat your dinner, Precious, otherwise you'll have throat cancer like me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, you don't want to. And we're
1: eating. What is she from the Jeffersons? Where's what? Where's
2: this? Oh, God.
1: FUSODA!